1: welcome to episode forty of Teach Better Talk. I am Ray Hewert, and I am with the not so great Jeff Gargan.
0: <laughs> wow, what a downgrade! Was, was well, you
1: here's the, what our <laughs> listeners don't know is that you were making fun of me five seconds before we I, started recording. I was so absolutely Jeff, not, not making fun of you, Kyle, and I
0: were simply coming up with some ideas that you're. That, unborn that children. Your unborn children could, you know, someday, you know, achieve in life. Like I don't see right. anything wrong with
1: that. All right, let's focus on. This keep is better the talk best to start people. to a
0: podcast we've ever had, right here. <laughs> like this is the best. Like we're we're forty episodes in, so anybody who listens, like, yeah,
2: I get it, you guys. Like you guys have lost it. It's cool. Yeah, no. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All I'm saying
1: <laughs> is that while I thought this episode would be great, listeners, I have no promises. Okay, this one is going to be whatever it is with the craziness of our guests that we have today we will start as always Jeff even though right now I don't care how are you
0: <laughs> I'm fantastic probably even more so now that you don't care uh, I'm really enjoying it we had a we were we were laughing uh just like a little too much prior to coming live here so this is good I'm super excited uh, uh I'm excited for a good diving into this one with um with our guest tonight, we've got Kyle Krieger on with us, and Kyle is the operations director for a—it's uh, an educational nonprofit called Lighthouse Educator Development, so we're going to talk a little bit about that with Kyle. Um, and that, he actually co-founded that with a, a good friend of his, Wilkie Law. Um, so, we'll give a little shout out to Wilkie on here as well. Um and they actually co-host a, a, a podcast themselves called the LED project. So make sure you check out that podcast. It's a great one. Um, and then on YouTube and everything like that. Uh, Kyle also sp- sp- was uh, spent seven years teaching middle school social studies. Um, so we can dive in a little bit of that a lot lot of cool things going on, Kyle, a lot of uh, experience under your belt. Um, and obviously, we're already having a good time, so I'm excited to chat with you. But first off, I really want to say appreciate you taking some time to hang out with us and obviously have some fun with us, um, and just share your insights and your stories, man. How are you feeling tonight?
2: You know, I'm great, man. Honestly, and I I super appreciate uh, the invite. I was I was so thrilled. You know, you know, we were talking before we got on. You know, for quite a while that Ray came on our podcast, and and through that we've you know Ray and I have messaged probably a, a few times a month ever since then and I got the email notification earlier this week and I had kind of forgotten it was coming up and I got so jazzed but uh it's great it, I'm I'm so honored and, and appreciative that you would bring me on to uh to you know it's nice to be on the other side of the conversation for once well, I'm usually I'm usually asking the questions
1: <laughs> no all jokes aside Kyle we are so thrilled to have you on I know we've been waiting and waiting and waiting to be able to record with you so this was a huge positive but the first question I get to throw at you is an easy one, and it's just to really go into more depth of everything how you describe yourself. I know Jeff gave you a great introduction earlier, and all the phenomenal great things you've been able to introduction, do. introduction, right? An okay
0: introduction. Oh god. <laughs> I'm sorry. You started off the podcast this way, like I'm
2: free reign to interrupt tonight. So, sorry, <laughs>
1: Kyle. How do you describe yourself? <laughs>
2: Okay, well, th- I think the best way I can describe myself is by my last name, because I don't know if you know this, Ray, but my last name <laughs> means uh, warrior in German, and I think it if, does. You, if, if you <laughs> having your German heritage wanted to name your unborn kid, for year, we would totally, t- I would totally sign off on that.
1: <laughs> this podcast is out of hand, people.
2: <laughs> no, I mean, that, that was kind of, to the listeners, that was like the prefacing joke that we were ending with that. We were we've been laughing about this whole time. Um
0: <laughs> I'm hurting I, just a little bit over here. Like uh, <laughs> my stomach just a little bit like okay. Sorry. Um
2: so t- to get back into it just who I am, uh I was a born and raised Wisconsin kid, uh northwest Wisconsin, a little town called Cumberland. Um, you know, about twenty two hundred people, real, real tight knit. Um I grew up super, super lucky. Uh I have an incredible family, two incredible parents. I have um two incredible sisters who are married to really great guys. Um, I I had a really, really privileged upbringing and, and it's one of the things that through our podcast I've learned is just, just how lucky I've been. But, um, I graduated college in 2008 at the time when the economic downturn was really hitting teachers hard. And the first job I found, uh, was in Houston, which, uh, was amazing. It was unbelievable. I was, I taught seven years and I was there eight years, uh, teaching, uh, Texas history, U.S. history, and world geography, and, and that's where I met Wilkie. Um, we taught together and just, just grew a friendship, and, and, and through the conversations, we, you know, co-founded our nonprofit and, and the podcast that we do now. So that's just a little bit, um, I'm looking at how would, I, how would I describe myself. Oh, man. I think you like what you've heard so far in the podcast is really who i am. I'm, I'm a pretty free free reign fun loving guy. Um, I think the best way to describe it is uh my my business partner Wilkie and I we have friends that refer to us that that in our partnership he's the fla- the flag pole, and I'm the flag, so he kind of reins me in and I'm kind of out there doing my thing all the time. so that's that's one way we usually describe each other.
0: I like the flag po- pull the flag, which I don't know which one would you be Ray?
1: I'd be the cool one.
2: <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's really the. Uh, that analogy. wasn't one of the options.
0: Um, that's, but uh, that's uh really. Are are you, you ringing me in, or am I like? How does that work? Like, who's?
1: I think I'm always wrangling you in because I'm yes. in charge and you're not.
0: She is in charge. can yeah. Mistake me for being in charge, but I'm absolutely not. Yeah. Um, she called me boss man earlier and I laughed because we all know <laughs> who's in charge. But anyway, so um. Yeah. So Kyle, let's talk about the lighthouse educator development your your nonprofit mm-hmm. for a minute. so can you tell us sort of you know why you started that like where did that come from and then what do you guys do like what's the whole purpose what's what's driving you behind it
2: um so it really started i mean there's kind of two ways that it started it it started just out of a conversation that Wilkie and I were having at the time um I had a rough transition from eighth grade to sixth grade i I didn't anticipate the The difference in the needs of the eighth grade kids versus the sixth grade kids, and I was really struggling. and more importantly, Wilkie saw that not only was I struggling in my teaching, but there were some pieces in my personal life that weren't aligned to who I wanted to be and and he just started having a conversation with me about the books I was reading and the movies I was watching and who I was with and and all these things. It was the first time I really had taken personal development as a step to improving my teaching. And from there, we, it, it just became this conversation of, of what do teachers need? And really, it, the, the, the nonprofit started when I told them, like, my dream and, and the dream of our organization is that every kid from the time they get to kindergarten to the time they graduate high school will have the kind of teacher they deserve every period of every day. So the space that we are trying to occupy now in that is, you know, the first thing we do with our podcast is we just try to tell authentic teacher stories. We try to do our part to really show how incredible the teachers in this country are, and how important our profession is. Um, we also have a, uh, a a new teacher mentoring program um, that we're looking to pilot with schools or with universities because we think in really improving teachers. Those first one to three years are important, like super important. And he had a much different mentoring experience than I did as a teacher. Like he had a great mentor who stuck by him and I had a mentor that all it really was was me signing a paper every couple of weeks that said we had talked. So we do that. And but ultimately what what we're doing now is we're helping teachers build better relationships. Um, we're getting more into presenting at conferences and and doing those kind of things. But but ultimately, we think the best way for te- teachers' kids deserve is to have incredible relationship building skills. So, in the the trainings that we develop and the things that we do, that's really where we focus is telling teacher stories and um, helping teachers really build. The capacity and the understanding to build relationships with their kids.
0: Awesome, and then that led to the the podcast, right? What did the podcast come first? How did that?
2: No, no the the podcast was it. It took me, gosh, we've been doing the nonprofit. This is our. It took me a year and a half to convince Wilkie that we should do it. (laughs) Okay. Because we, you know, everything we we have done started from our original conversation. I just said, we need to, we need to share this conversation. Mm -hmm. And then we were like, we need to add people to this conversation. So, you know, in 2017, we did 16 podcasts that had 255 downloads. And I said, 2018, I'm like, all right, we're going to start getting guests. We wound up doing 120 episodes and we had almost 40,000 downloads just, just last year. So it's, it really, and I think the, the reason the podcast is good for us, I mean, and you can kind of tell just that speaking and conversation is, is our strongest medium. Um, besides, besides getting face to face with someone, this is our strongest medium. And this is where we really feel like we can, we can do a lot of good. And, and I, and I shouldn't even say that we're doing a lot of good. I've benefited so much, just especially in the last year. Getting um, to have so many conversations with incredible teachers and learn and grow—it's—it's it's been incredible. So the podcast is, um, yeah, it's—it's it's been amazing. We really, we really like it.
1: Hey everyone, while we take a quick break, I want to give a shout out to all the amazing teachers out there that we have not yet featured on this podcast. If you know an incredible educator that has a story that they want to share at Teach Better Talk. Head over to teachbetter.com slash podcast and please send us their name. We would love to share their story.
0: Awesome. Yeah, we love I think, I think I mean that's by far my favorite part of this. I mean, yeah, I get to talk to Ray all the time when we do these, but I know oh, convers- well, I
2: would be thrilled I got to
0: talk to <laughs> Ray once a week every week. <laughs> so, just that's guys awesome are um i actually get to see her this weekend so this weekend uh, if, oh, no. she's coming you know it's, it's we're in january right now this episode will come out next month but we were you know we she's coming out we got a team meeting coming up we do one quarterly where we fly her out to ohio and uh Ooh. we lock in spend the whole day together the, our whole team and it's awesome so so i don't i get to i'm on the phone or while well, phone video with her tonight and then See you again this weekend, man. I, I'm winning. That's for sure. sure. So, good. but no, you're I I in love. Ohio, are you at? Uh, I'm I'm in Ohio, uh, about a, about thirty minutes or so south of Cleveland, uh, by Akron. If you're if you're familiar with LeBron James, I'm right by LeBron James. I I,
2: I I I've heard a long, I've heard of LeBron James. Okay, he does so, some good things. So that's
0: uh, Akron, Ohio is where he's from and stuff. So I'm right. I'm in a town right next to Akron there. So, um, and some of our team, we're we virtual teams, kind of all over the place. Um, but we we, we all come here when we. When we get together like that so it's exciting but but back to the podcast um is that like i love that's one of my favorite parts. We, we get to connect with so many amazing people and talk and share and hear all these different stories it's really a cool thing so i'm glad that you're you're on that same same path and doing some awesome things and have some great conversations so <clears throat> right now i want to talk to you i want to have a conversation with you about failure and i want to talk about time if you can can you kind of take us there with you talk about a time that you've had a failure in your life and, and sort of what happened why it was a failure to you and then Take us with you of how you overcame that and what you took away from that experience.
2: Yeah, you know, um, I, I really, I prefaced it a little bit earlier in talking about how Wilkie and I got close, but I, I think the, the biggest failure I, I can think of was um, that transition from being an eighth grade teacher to a sixth grade teacher and that I, I came in thinking I knew what sixth graders were like, thinking I knew what was best for them. I, I, I came in with a lot of assumptions, and it really um, it really rocked me. It, ro- it rocked me hard to feel like I was one person as a teacher and then to have the things that were happening in my classroom be completely different. Um, I really and, – and I was coming off a rough kind of um, ending to the way I had my, – at my first school, I wasn't necessarily asked to leave but it was made pretty clear to me that i should try to transfer to a different school um so my confidence was rocked at that time and and really the thing that it came down to and like i said and this is why i'm so indebted to wilkie and i'll always be grateful to him for this is he recognized that that my personal confidence had been rocked it it wasn't that i didn't know pedagogy it wasn't that i couldn't build relationships with kids it's just that I, I didn't feel good about myself at that time. And, and I can trace back, and I can look back to all the times in my teaching career when things were going the worst, and, and I can correlate it with a time that was, was really rough for me personally. Um, you know, but how I overcame it was I, I, had, that, I had that teammate. I had that friend um, in Wilkie who, who saw me. And then uh, another, another really good friend, his name is Ben Scoggin. He's on our board for our nonprofit. Uh, those two guys really saw me. And, and not only did they see what, I, what was wrong with me and where I needed to go, but, but they held me accountable. I mean, they really, those two guys above anything else, I mean, they hold the standard. So, you know, in, in my talks with them, they're like, I would tell them this is where I wanted to go and they would hold me to that standard. And when I wasn't acting in a manner that was according to that standard, um, they would let me know and and they kept me on track. And, and I think what I've learned from that experience is, is first how important, you know, being healthy in your personal life is to being a teacher, but also the importance of having, um, people in your life who, who are in your corner, but, but also are in your corner in a way that, that they, they hold you accountable. They hold that standard
1: so
0: important yeah that that accountability piece and having having that we always talk about your tribe or your people or your pln but having that that support system in place for for both the support when you need it but also that that accountability that is that is huge and and not just in in education and teaching but also just in life in general and then the you mentioned just having that that um that healthy you know self-care self-help just you know mental mentality and stuff like such an important piece and that support system and that that tribe that you create for yourself is what can really help you get there and stuff. So great, great lesson learned in there. I really, really appreciate you sharing that. So now let's flip it around. Let's talk about a success that you've had and this could be something big, something small. Um, but what, what, what is it that, that you consider a success? Why is it a success to you? And then what do you take away from that?
2: Man, I, I have to look at, um, I, the successes are, is, is both our, Our nonprofit going, you know, we've been doing the nonprofit. We've been officially nonprofit going on four years, um, and we've never brought in a dime. We've we've spent all of our own money. Um, We've been doing the podcast two and a half years, and for the first year plus, we didn't really get any traction. Um, But we really believe in in what we're doing, whether it's our nonprofit, our mission, you know, to to add value to teachers uh, and to the importance of of keeping that teacher conversation going that, um, we really, we, we persisted and, and that's really, um, the thing that I am most proud of right now professionally is that, um, we persisted through that and we're, you know, we're, we're getting traction and and we're getting places, but more importantly, you know, we're making a difference. And, and it, it, there are still times where I look at it and I'm like, man, I've, you know, I spent a huge chunk of my own money to build this nonprofit and I spend a huge chunk of my time on the podcast. And, you know, there's other education podcasts out there that have a bigger following or or whatever. But, but I really think the persistence that it takes and, and Wilkie, Wilkie has has said from the beginning that we were going to grow organically. Like we were going to plant seeds and we were going to, you know, row you know, dig our own roots and we were, we were going to do it on our own. And, and after, you know, going on four years, we're starting to see some of those seeds sprout and and we're getting more opportunities, um, ultimately to just make a difference. And, and I think with that and, and, and staying on this path, you know, I, I, I told you preemptive that, um, I'm, I'm not teaching this year because, uh, I lost my job last year and the right job wasn't around, um, my area. Cause I have, uh, two small nephews in in my area where I live, and my girlfriend is right here, and I didn't want to move again. but I know that this fall, going back to a teaching job, I'll be exponentially better than I was because I've stuck with our mission with the podcast and, and with our nonprofit that I've you know it's so funny. I feel like this year, especially, I've grown so much, and the other thing I learned too is, man, it, it, you know in my mid-30s, I can still grow and learn and, and get better.
1: Well, that's so important. I mean, I I, it's funny, I think that teachers go through this ebb and flow, unfortunately, of taking care of themselves and then they get so into work they forget to take care of themselves. And then they take care of themselves again and then they forget again. And that's that balance is so important to try and not only surround yourself with people that really do care about you and want to help you be the best you can be, but then also want that for ourselves as well. And I think that is coming to light a little more in education, you know, trying to support one another. And Jeff, I don't know if you agree, but like building your PLN, wanting your network to grow strong. I mean, that is such a, a an uh, something that I've heard like consistently throughout education of teachers really taking care of themselves and surrounding themselves with people that push them, inspire them. And whether I like to admit it or not, even though y'all make fun of me, Jeff, you do make me better. And so surrounding yourself with people like you or Kyle, I mean, that, that's a big part of ensuring that I keep growing. So it's really getting me excited about education because I think this, this movement's important in going on in education. Is there something that's getting you excited outside of growing your network and all the powerful things you've been able to do? that you want to highlight as something that you're really excited about education right now?
2: Oh, man, I, I will say I, I am getting excited to be back in a classroom in the fall because I, I feel like I'm in a position where I was back in Houston in November. We presented at a conference and, and we drove through the neighborhood where I used to teach and I just had this overwhelming feeling that I, I wish I could go back now knowing what I know almost 10 years later and start again and cause I know I could do so much better for those kids. So I think yeah. I'm, I'm really excited about, about that opportunity. But I mean the, the relationships that I've, you know, we've built over this last year and, and becoming a part of, you know, the more global teacher community. I I'm so excited about cause I think steadily and, and surely the value of of the teaching profession is starting to come to the forefront yes. and and I'm excited to be a part of it. I'm excited to be a part of you know a generation of people who are going to really um you know maybe not through legislation or anything but but the teachers that are coming up and the teachers are in it you know in the profession right now we're gonna we're gonna show people this is this is what we're capable of, and this is what we do every day and and as I think, as the profession we start to get resource better and things become more equitable that's that's when I think our country is going to start to change in in terms of who we are and i'm i I gotta say I'm super excited to be a part of that.
1: Let's do it. I like it so Kyle, I'm gonna switch it up a little bit here. I know we've talked a lot about a few different pieces, but I want to target our newer teachers or even the teachers that are just going back to the classroom, similar to you they either took time off or even if a break to some teachers consider (laughs) is like time off, they're head back to the classroom. They're looking to do great things. What is advice? What's the advice now that you've had time to reflect and you're eager to get back in the classroom? What is the advice that our teachers need to ensure that they are part of this mission for change?
2: Uh, The biggest thing I've learned, the the biggest piece of advice I would give to a new teacher especially is If you are authentic and you are transparent with your kids they will forgive your mistakes they will forgive when you don't get things right they'll forgive if you're awkward or you're goofy they will forgive so many qualities as long as they know that genuinely who they see is who you really are i think kids are so much more forgiving than we give them credit for of of our of our faults than than I ever assumed, because i I used to think that I had to be that person that was the know it all had to be that you know this beacon of light, but more and more our kids they want a partner they don't they don't want someone above them they want someone to walk with them
0: oh, I love that I love the 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 way you phrase it right at the end that they want someone to walk with them I love it It's all about that connection piece of of connecting with them, letting them see the real you um that authentic, authenticity I love it, great answer, great answer. Good Thank podcast you. episode so far, sir.
1: Thank you. You are worthy
0: yeah. of your warrior name.
2: Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>
0: well, actually, we're about to find out if you're worthy of your <laughs> warrior name, because the next six questions I'm going to throw at you, we're going to do them, and you got 15 seconds or less to answer. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. What is one ed tech tool you cannot live without? Audible. Awesome. What's uh, one book that you're reading right now?
2: The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. Ooh, interesting. I like that one.
0: Uh, who do we need to follow on Twitter today?
2: Gary Gray Jr. His uh, Twitter handle is Gary R. Gray Jr.
0: Awesome. And the best YouTube channel
2: for educators? I'm going to say Gary Vaynerchuk. Uh, he is uh, – you can find him at, at Gary V. Just look up Gary V. That's, yes. That's who I would recommend. Love it.
0: With. I am literally wearing a Gary V. shirt right now. Do I have my 50, my 5149 shirt on. I, I'm, I'm a, I've I'm been following that's Gary true. For, for probably that's about true. eight years. Yeah. yeah, so love it. So good stuff. Uh, what is one daily, weekly, or monthly routine every teacher should get into?
2: Um, I, I put three. I put reflection medi- reflection every day, meditation every day, exercise three to five times a week.
0: Love it. And what is the best piece of advice you've ever received?
2: Uh, Wilkie always tells me that when you commit, the universe moves. Ooh, I
0: love it.
1: Aw, that's a cool one. Man, you, I you, think he gets the trophy. You are worthy. Yeah. He's, he's
0: worthy. He's good. Mm-hmm. We have
1: to preface this whole like Krieger Warrior thing. People, if you're listening was...
0: <laughs> He touched the... he he already touched on it. It was a joke,
1: I, you know. I know, a... <laughs> but it's like a thing. Dude. It is a
0: thing right now. It's it really a thing. is at this point. So
1: it's a thing. My husband yeah. and I joke about it all the time. All it's right. It's a thing. <laughs> Kyle, we have learned so much from this podcast. You had stories to share, such deep reflection, and I know that our listeners are gonna want to connect with you more. So how can they connect with you? If you want to include literally everything from Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, share it all.
2: Um, you can well uh on on Twitter and Instagram, you can find uh Wilkie and I's collective. Twitter and Instagram is at value adds value. But you can also find him at uh it's dot will W I L dot Law dot That's where he's putting more of his uh in his classroom stuff. Uh, our website is the led project.com. Uh, on Facebook and YouTube, you can find us as lighthouse educator development, and you can find our podcast, the led project podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud and Google play. And,
0: you know, we will have all of that stuff and links to everything over at Teachbetter.com, including all those important links for connecting with Kyle and with Wilkie and with the, their podcast and their nonprofit, everything over there. So make sure you head over to teachbetter.com for all of that. Be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of the upcoming episodes. And if you can give us a rating and review, we'd really, really appreciate that a whole lot. Kyle, man, this has been a lot of fun. We had a good time. We were goofing around a lot. We were laughing yeah, a lot. But there's also do. a lot of value in this episode. And I, and I, I know listeners are, are super excited to connect with you and continue that conversation. So I really, really appreciate you coming on, Ray and I both do, um, and sharing with us and hanging out. And hopefully it won't be too long before we connect again and do this again,
2: man. But I yeah. really appreciate it. Yeah, you know, and, and I told Ray this, uh, you know, any, any, you know, especially you, Jeff. But uh, anyone from the Teach Better team, if there's anything, anytime you ever want to uh, shout out on the podcast, or if there's any, any way we can help you, all you got to do is reach out, let us know. We're happy to do whatever we can.
0: I love it. Same always goes from our end as well. So truly appreciate it, man. And until next time, let's get out there, let's teach better.